Welcome back to the HBCU Football Daily Podcast for today, Tuesday, July the 3rd. I'm your host, Donald Ware. Thank you very much for listening to our podcasts throughout the last couple of weeks or so. And uh, today, is it, we're, we're, we're staying in the CIAA. As a matter of fact, we've previewed a couple of CIAA teams, and uh, we're staying in the CIAA today. Uh, and as a matter of fact, we're also staying in the CIAA's Northern Division, which has been a powerhouse the last five to six years or so. I'm very pleased to be joined by my next guest here on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. As a matter of fact, in his first season as the head football coach at Elizabeth City State is Anthony Jones. And you're going to remember that name from all of those years that he was the head football coach at Alabama A&M. Did a great job. As a matter of fact, he was part of my Washington Redskins Super Bowl uh, in 1987. As he joins us here again on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast, Coach Jones, it's a pleasure to speak with you. Welcome back to the program. Donald, thank you. It's a pleasure uh, speaking to you as well. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. You know, it's been a couple of years since we've done this. So, you know, your thoughts, I mean, you've gotten in now to Elizabeth City State, and this is a little bit different than, you know, Alabama a and more so. I'm just talking about from a geographical standpoint, if anything else. But, you know, what are some of the things you've been able to accomplish so far getting in now at, in your first year at Elizabeth City State? Well, I mean, we got here late. Um, I didn't get here until April, so I was unable to do spring practice. Um, so that's something that we're going to have to really work hard on, getting our guys in football shape and, and, and the kind of shape that we want them to be, not only as far as condition is concerned, but the way we play the game. Uh, we're going to have to work extremely hard in August to do so. Uh, but one of the things we were able to do is uh, get in here and stabilize the program. And uh, I think when I got here, we had about 38 guys. Uh, my first day of practice that came out, uh, we're probably going to have about 90 come to camp. So we're getting our numbers up. And now we just got to get the quality of play up where we get uh, the guys that can play, like I said before, the way we expect them to play. And so working on the academics as well. Um, all the guys know. Uh, my take on the academics, the importance of it, not only just for football, but for life in general. And so uh, these guys are working hard to, uh, you know, adjust to some of the things I want them uh, to adjust to, if you will. Yeah, I mean, it, it, you know, if you if you go back to the 2016 season, um, uh, and people, of, of course, of Elizabeth City State don't know. I mean, that was a that was actually a solid season, uh, an unexpected season. And then last year was a bit of a, a of a tail off. So when you're coming into a program like that, and especially as you mentioned, no, um, you know, spring practice, can you kind of speak to uh, what do you sort of look at tape? What do you kind of do? What's the t- talent level right there now at Elizabeth City State? Those those who are familiar with the Mississippi State University football program knew the last couple of years they had one heck of a student athlete at the quarterback. Daquan uh, was uh, Neil. He was his great football player. He had uh, experience. He had size. He had speed. He knew how to throw the football. Uh, knew how to make plays. He was a playmaker and all those kind of things. So I mean, he did some exceptional things for the team, and he put him in a position to be successful. And, you know, everybody knows when you got that guy back there, that signal call that can make plays for you, he gives you a chance. Well, we don't have that guy anymore. So we're starting off fresh. And um, and what our guys did here last year 
is gone. And uh, so what I have to do is I got to base everything on what we have. And um, as far as our future is concerned, not what happened in the past. And that goes for the good and the bad. The only thing we can do is learn from the past and try to get better from it. But um, we just have a lot a lot of things to get accomplished this year and don't have a lot of time to do it. And, and then uh, what what a tr- so you had been at Alabama A and M for you know all of those years and and matter of fact was that but see that that's the good thing when I'm able to talk to you my it jogs my memory at Wichita State you know when you played under under the uh, the great legendary uh, Willie Jeffries of course playing in the National Football League in the places that you've been what attracted you to come to this part of the country and attracted you to Elizabeth City State? Well, I'm from. I'm from Baltimore, so this is close. This is as close to me coming home to coach since I, I started off with a little school at uh, uh, Western Maryland, uh, up in Westminster, Maryland, and um, and then the closest I've been uh, from there was at um, South Carolina State, as you mentioned earlier. Uh, but it was an opportunity for me to come home, and people that know me know one thing about me that. You know, if I'm not wanted, I'm not going to be there. And uh, I'm not going to try to force my way into anything, and that includes a coaching opportunity. And, um, you know, my prayers were answered when I just prayed on every assignment that I have. I pray on it, and uh, I just said, if this is where you want me to be, make it possible. And um, the good Lord made it possible. And the people here uh, from the chancellor, um, and it's gonna sound funny to to my uh, my uh, custodial manager. They've been absolutely outstanding, exceptional, and very very supportive of me. And every day, I feel like I'm wanted here. And uh, and that to me, I only can speak for myself. To me, that is a tremendous feeling. No, no question about it. I mean, I, I you know, based upon what you just said, I got to ask you this because you know, I I think back to. Uh, you know, your days at Alabama A&M and, the, you know, the success. I mean, Alabama A&M, quite frankly, has not been the same uh, since you left. You were winning, you know, six, seven, eight games a year, SWAC championship, you know, SWAC Eastern uh, Conference titles. I mean, it's a, it, SWAC is a tough place to play. I, I want to get your thoughts on the way things were left when you left, uh, or not left, well, left or, or resigned or were fired from Alabama A&M. What, what happened there? Well, I mean, you know, this thing started probably back in 2011 uh, when a, uh, I'll just say a contract was extended my way. And as an American, um, as we all have, we all have rights to look at a situation and then ask questions pertaining to that situation. And that's exactly what happened. And I guess the questions I asked about that contract, if you will, um, offended some people. And I didn't do it in an offensive way. They just questioned my ability to question that. And uh, in America, you know, when somebody offers you something, some people refer to it as negotiation. You, You get offered something. You see some terms in there that that you don't like or you question, and you ask about those questions. I mean, those concerns. And if and if they're in a true spirit of negotiating, you can either change them or accommodate them. And uh, you know, negotiation there's a period called give and take. 
or none of that was given. And um, and so some things were said out of that that were completely uh, untrue. And anybody who knows me knows that that's not me. That's not my character. That's not what I do. But um, it escalated from there. And um, uh, when they had an opportunity to catch me on a down year, a year that we lost 23 seniors, and um, um, it was a growing year for us. And and we had grown that year in 2013, but we hadn't grown enough. I mean, we beat uh, Alcorn at their place. And, uh, um, you know, Alcorn ended up being a powerhouse in the conference, but we were growing, but they didn't allow that growing to uh, continue. And uh, when I was at uh, Alabama a and one of the few programs there during my tenure, never had back-to-back losing seasons, but uh, they decided not to renew my contract. And so, for the last two years, I was made to feel like I was not wanted there. And so, to me, uh, it was unfortunate, but it was time to move on. And uh, and since then, you know, they've had problems with the APR. They had problems with the the winning we're doing. My, I, I spent 12 years there, and nine of those 12 years, we won at least seven games. So we had three losing seasons. But, you know, you come from a program that, that hadn't won at that level at the Division One level in quite a while, and then we get there and turn it around. Uh, you would hope that there was some appreciation, but it wasn't shown at all levels. And so it was just time to move on. Last thought on that. I mean, that, that's hurtful, though, right? I mean, again, the, the you know, championship, uh, uh, Eastern Division crowns, all of the great things that happen, um, something gets blown out of proportion, which tends to generally happen in with respect to our HBCUs. That's the bottom line. That's hurtful, right? Can I one more time the last part again? I mean, it's hurtful. That's hurtful. All of those things. That's hurtful, right? Well, here's the person that I am, Donald. When I take over an opportunity or a job, okay, I, I really felt that it's for me to do that. And I'm going to give you everything I have. And Alabama a was no exception. I gave it 12 years of service. Um, I stayed there. I had some other opportunities. I passed on it because I was committed. Once I make a commitment and you make a commitment to me, I feel it's, it's a mutual thing. and, and we, should, we should do everything we can to honor that. And I did a lot of work behind the scenes that uh, weren't seen and, weren't, and I wasn't given credit for, but now it's starting to show. Um, and, you know, when you do something like that and you just get the, I'm going to say, dismissed for no reason, of course it's hurtful because uh, you put everything you have in the particular when you put everything you have into, into something and then they just out of the blue for no reason. Uh, and I asked why was my contract not extended and no reason was given to me. So, uh, but that was their choice and uh, I have to live with it and I was able to, and then I moved on and they have to live with it and they're still trying to move forward. So, um, you know, it's, of course it was hurtful. Oh, that is the voice of Anthony Jones, the new head football coach at Elizabeth City State. He joins us here on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. And as you mentioned, you moved on. You then went to become the offensive coordinator um, at Arkansas Pine Bluff under Monty Coleman. Last thought, I want to get back to talking about Elizabeth City State and some of the things that you're trying to do there. But I, I, I want to ask you, um, of course, your, your, your son 
passed away back in October of 2014. It's been almost four years now. How have you and your family been able to, or how have you all dealt uh, with that in these almost last four years? Well, without a doubt, um, you know, I've, I've lost um, my mother. I lost my father at a very early age. I lost the, my godfather, the guy who, who took care of me and taught me what it was to be a man and and how important the college education was. And uh, I lost some very, very um, critical people in my life. And the single most difficult um, and hardest loss was losing my son. Um, and... Um, you know, these last four years, they've been very challenging through prayer, through friends. Um, we've been able to move, continue to move on for the living, but it's been hard. There's not a day that goes by that he's not, Julian is not thought of and missed and loved. Um, but some things in life, and you don't understand why, you can't control and um, it's the will. Uh, I don't always agree with him, and of course I didn't agree with this one, but I had to accept it. And um, and you know, my my job as a coach was always to try to help people, uh, help student athletes develop and grow, so they can t- continue to take the baton and pass it on to others and this thing. And that's what was done to me many many years ago, and so and, and that's really all I can continue to do is is keep trying through this gift um, coaching, keep trying to touch young people throughout this country, teach them the importance of life and teach them the importance of understanding what their purpose is on uh, as far as life is concerned. And I, and I simply believe that our purpose is to help others. One of our main purposes is to help others. Our, we're here to save ourselves, our soul, but also to help others. And, uh, and if we can learn from that and continue to work and help others, it's okay to still strive for your goals, but along the way, help other people. And uh, your life will be more fulfilling, and, uh, and and your legacy will carry on, if you will. So, And that's what I have to move on. And with that simple thought, that's what keeps me moving on. That's why I wanted to get back into coaching. I need this opportunity presented itself. My main goal is to try to help others. Um, and God gave me this platform platform through, through coaching football, and I plan to use it as such. I appreciate, I appreciate you very much. I know it's difficult. It's been difficult, and pre- appreciate you very much for sharing that with us, Coach Jones. Um, lastly, I, I want to get you know you got some pieces kind of coming back. Um, I, at least I think, or I'll ask you about him at least. I mean, especially defensively, when you look at a guy like a Vincent Thomas, 67 and a half tackles, 16 for loss, five sacks uh, on last year. What do you, because you're getting in so late, and I, I know the person you are, you, as you mentioned, you're going to strive to do your best, but what are, you know, what are your expectations for, for this Elizabeth City State program, at least for 2018? Uh, we're going to compete. And, you know, I've never been the guy that said we're going to win eight games, nine games, five games, zero games, or anything like that. My expectation is always to compete. I have I have great expectations for expectations for myself and my football team. And my main goal is to put a team out there that's going to compete. 
I, I truly believe that if we learn how to compete and in that fourth quarter we're still hanging around, we have a chance. And in life, that's really all you want is a chance. So we're going to learn how to compete. I don't know how long that would take. It could take a week. It could take the whole, the whole season, the whole year. But we're going to learn how to compete. And hopefully when we get in that fourth quarter, we're still hanging around. Again, in his first season as the head football coach at Elizabeth City State is Anthony Jones as Elizabeth City State opens the season at home on Saturday, September 1st against Central State, of course, out of the SIAC. Coach Jones, appreciate the time. Appreciate your candor and sharing uh, your thoughts, and we'll talk with you throughout 2018. Absolutely. Um, and a side note, you know, uh, Cedric Pearl, he coaches for uh, Central State. You know, he was he, he worked with me for over 13 years. So that'll be an interesting football game. Yeah, that's good. We're looking for that's going to that's going to be a, a, a great match of you guys. You know, you know, you guys know each other really well. Yes, absolutely. So, um, you know, the good thing about it, one of us going to win. The bad thing about it, one of us going to lose. So, but <laughs> that's what that's what football does. <laughs> You're right about that. We appreciate it, Coach Jones. Thanks. Thank you. I know that was a very difficult time for Coach Jones and the passing of his son four years ago still continues to be difficult. But with him coaching, you know, he loves to coach, loves to teach uh, young people. And so we appreciate his candor and really his candor about uh, what he felt happened um, at Alabama A&M some uh, now almost five years ago. That's going to about wrap it up for today's HBCU Football Daily Podcast as we took a look at Elizabeth City State. On tomorrow, we're going to take a look at the St. Augustine's Falcons who had a solid 5-5 five and five season in 2017. Happy 4th of July, and we'll talk with you tomorrow. Hey, yo. Look like I'm going for a swim. Dunk on him, now I'm swinging off the rim.